Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today. I've had a great interview for you today on a very hot topic that is always trending in talent development, learning and development, and that is measuring the impact of learning with my friend Kevin M. Yates. So if you don't know Kevin or don't follow him on LinkedIn, he is known as the L&D detective. He's constantly posting great articles and input on measuring the impact of learning and development on LinkedIn and other places. And Kevin and I have become good friends over the last year or so. We met first on LinkedIn, and then we had phone calls, met in person. And then he spoke at my conference, the Talent Development Think Tank, back in January about measuring the impact of L&D. He also spoke on the Talent Development Virtual Summit just a few weeks ago in September. And I'm excited to have him on the podcast. And we recorded this one live on LinkedIn to announce the debut of his brand new ebook, The L&D Detective Kit, which is designed to help you out there measure the impact of training and development programs and what he says, solving impact mysteries. So if you are interested at all in learning about how to get better at measuring the impact of your learning and development programs, this is the interview for you. A quick note, a couple quick notes. One, we recorded this live on LinkedIn. So I do make note to some questions and some comments that come in. We keep it going. Number two, if you want to get Kevin's new ebook, it is available now. You just need to go to his website, kevinmyates.com, and it should be right there on the homepage. And number three, as you know, I run a membership community called the Talent Development Think Tank, where we have uh, over 60 talent development professionals, leaders, experts coming together on a regular basis. We have a call every Wednesday. And if you're interested in being part of a really cool community, we'd love to have you come join us. Website is tdtt.us, or you can just reach out to me for information. And the last thing I'll add, and I know I shouldn't be giving you too many places to go, uh, but we'll put all these links in the show notes. I also recently released my report of the top five trends in talent development. So I mentioned that impact, measuring impact is always trending. doesn't matter what year it is, but if you want to know what are the hottest trends for 2020 in L&D, just go to 
talentdevelopmenthotseat.com and you can download my free report right there of the top five trends in talent development. So there you have it, all the information. We're going to talk more about measuring L&D with Kevin M. Yates in my live interview. Uh, again, his L&D detective kit is available at kevinmyates.com. And now without further ado, here is my interview with Kevin. If you work in talent development, you know that your job has become more important than ever. The problem is there's so much uncertainty and noise out in the business world, and things are changing so fast, it's hard to know where to go and what tools and resources to use to solve your problems. That's why I recently launched the Talent Development Think Tank community as a central and safe place to access information, ask questions, and talk with other L&D professionals like you so that you can achieve your goals and accelerate your career. Join today to get instant access to our online platform and community of ambitious, helpful talent development professionals who understand your world and can help you solve your problems. Right now, I'm offering 25% off the subscription price to podcast listeners. Just go to talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT for 25% off. That's talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT. Thanks, and on to the episode. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy, man. You know, it's always good to see you. And by recent release, that means today. <laughs> like literally today. So as we record this live, the L&D Detective Kit has just come out today. Hot off the press. I'm excited to have you on. Of course, we're recording this live on LinkedIn and Facebook, and it will be on the podcast as well. If you are in learning and development, talent development, HR, especially, you're going to want to check this out. So Kevin, let's start with the L&D detective kit. Where did you get the idea for this kit and why did you decide to put it together? So I have been writing a lot of blogs and a lot of articles over the past few years and have joined a lot of podcasts for podcast interviews, have done a lot of workshops and conferences, including yours and have done a few live streams. And all of that has been talk about measuring the impact of training and learning. And Andy, it actually reached a point where I got tired of hearing my own voice. <laughs> so what I wanted to do is figure out a way to, to put all of that insight and all of those thoughts and ideas into one place so that those thoughts and ideas are scalable and so that people have access to them. And so that they don't always have to wait for me to speak at a conference or to do a live stream or a podcast interview. So what I wanted to do is put all those thoughts and ideas in one place. And that's really what prompted the idea for the L&D detective kit. Not, and and the, the other thing is that yeah. I believe that the L&D community needs some help when it comes to measuring impact, some actionable help. And so, you know, again, that that is really what, what drove me wanting to write this. You and I both have done a lot of work in L&D. We've become good friends. We've talked about this a lot. Why do you say the L&D community needs help in this area? Yeah, because quite candidly, we're struggling. We're struggling with measuring impact. We do a lot of talking about it, myself included. Like I said, full transparency. Sometimes I just get tired of hearing my own voice saying, we need to measure. We need to measure. You got to show impact. And it's not happening at the extent to which I believe it should or can. There are some learning and development organizations and some training teams that are having success with measuring, <laughs> that are having some success with measuring impact. But then there are some learning organizations that are still struggling. And so we need some help. And I believe that what I've provided in the L&D Detective Kit for Solving Impact Mysteries is some help. So to answer your question, Andy, why do we need this? We need this because it's important for us to have some facts and some evidence and some data and some proof 
for the results of our work. And we don't have it. You know, what we have is operations data. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. So by operations data, I mean, how many people did we train? How many courses did we offer? You know, how much are we spending for training and learning? So that's operational data and that's operational insight. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that tells a story about how learning performance is performing as a function. And none of that speaks to what is the result for what we're doing. None of that speaks to whether or not behavior and actions and performance and business goals are impacted by the work that we're doing. So I believe that the L&D Detective Kit moves us a little closer to figuring out how to measure the impact of training and learning with facts, evidence, data as proof. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you and I have talked about this. I've gone to a lot of HR and learning and development conferences over the years. And some oftentimes I'll ask, hey, what are the things that you're most concerned about right now? And that always comes up at the top of the list. How do I measure the impact of the programs that we're creating? Yeah. So let's start there a little bit talking about the data. What is your definition of impact? How do we think about this concept of measuring impact? So my definition is really simple. And that's why I like it. So Pay note, Andy, pay attention to this one. It's going to blow you away. Impact is when learning activates performance and a business goal. Boom. There's no more complicated than that. I want to say it again for anybody who wasn't listening or for the people in the back. Impact is when learning activates performance and a business goal. That's not complicated. I mean, you don't have to think real hard about that, right? So for me, Learning fulfills its highest purpose when it's doing that. So I like to say that training and learning fulfills its highest purpose when it measurably activates performance and business goals. So my work as an L&D detective is measuring the extent to which training and learning is fulfilling its purpose. I like it. I like it. Did it blow you away? Boom. And it, and it makes it simple right, for all of us to think about what is impact? What should we be thinking about? How should we be approaching this? And you know that brings me to my next question, which is a, going back to your detective kit that you're creating. This is something that people have been struggling with for many years. There must be other and directives and guidelines out there on measuring impact. You know, what makes yours different? So where I believe our... L&D brothers and sisters around the world are struggling is not proactively planning for impact. And again, just in terms of simplicity, it is no more complicated than that. So here's what happens. Here's the traditional relationship, right? It almost feels like we're working at a fast food restaurant. So what happens is this, Andy, a stakeholder, business partner comes to us and says, hey, training, I'd like one classroom, two e-learnings, two, sorry, (laughs) And a side order, side order of uh, digital learning to go, right? So then we we take that order, we fulfill that order, we go off and we make our thing, and then we go back to the counter and then we serve it up, right? So that is a fulfillment center type relationship. What you'll find in the L and D detective kit is a way to transform that relationship. So what I have in the L and D detective kit is an engagement model called the Impact Opportunity Interview, where we are having conversations and discussions with business partners and stakeholders that focus on business goals, that focus on performance requirements to achieve those goals, and that focus on key performance indicators that show how performance is activating a business goal. So that's very different. That's a very different conversation than at like one e-learning and a side order of instructor-led to go. So where I believe the L&D Detective Kit 
is going to make the biggest impact, pun intended, is with the impact opportunity engagement model. So there are nine questions that I've identified, and I'm willing to bet the mule and the house (laughs) on the idea that if you ask these nine questions, you will be uniquely positioned to build a training or a learning solution that measurably impacts performance and business goals. And the key here is that it's a proactive conversation because the other thing that happens, Andy, is that more often than not, we will build or create something and then we'll launch it. It'll be out in the world. And then the question is, what's the impact? How do we measure impact? And I'm telling you from 20 plus years experience that it's going to be either difficult or impossible to measure the impact for something after it's already been designed and deployed and people are engaged in it. Why? I'm glad you asked, Andy, because (laughs) there was no proactive impact intention up front. So again, what I know to be true based on my years of experience is that you have to bake impact into design. And by the way, I show you how to do that in the book, right? So impact is intentional. It's purposeful. It's targeted. And all of that has to be considered up front, even before you get design anything. And so in terms of where we're struggling, we're struggling with measure impact because we aren't thinking about it up front. We have on our fulfillment center hats. So we're just thinking that training and learning or the thing that we create is the deliverable. What I say is no, deliverable, our deliverable is impact. So there's a big difference between the two. That was a long answer to your question. You're hitting it. You're, you're hitting what, what people are thinking about. And to take it all the way back to your metaphor of taking that order, going back to McDonald's, where you used to work, right? That <laughs> not a lot of time. Not behind, just not behind the counter. Not behind the counter, right. You were, you were in the corporate office. You were in the Crystal Palace, right? <laughs> not, not out there with the people. But, but it is nothing like, wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing wrong with that, right? But a lot of times we have the L&D department, we have the executives in the business coming to L&D saying, hey, I noticed that we have a problem with our salespeople need to get better at negotiations. Will you please create a training for that? That's, that's the example I always go to because I've, I've gotten that request before. And that's and, where the conversation is. And that's where, okay, yes, I will, right? And then how many people you got? And then it just goes there, right? And then later they might think, oh, how do we make sure that we measure the impact of this? And, and I know you say there's a big problem with that because it needs to start at the beginning, right? Yeah, well, with that example that you just gave, which is a perfect example. So with that business leader coming to us and saying, hey, I need a sales training. So rather than us saying, okay, how many people you got and when do you need it? Right. Well, question to that is a little bit more about the business call, right? What is the context for why you believe people need sales training? What are the performance requirements that will help people be successful in achieving whatever the business goal is? Oh, and by the way, can you compare and contrast where performance is today versus where it needs to be? Oh, and by the way, while we're talking about that, what are some of the key metrics. So what are some of the key performance indicators that you're using to determine the extent to which the business is successful in achieving this business goal? And what are some of your thoughts and ideas for how we can use performance metrics for people to show the extent to which we're filling that gap of comparing or rather filling from where people are today versus where they need to be to achieve this business goal? But did you notice, Andy, in just those few words, I didn't say anything about training. I said nothing about training. 
You didn't. Because the first discussion should not be about training, period, end of story. If you find yourself in that first discussion having a conversation about training, you're having the wrong conversation. But Kevin, I work in L&D. I got into this to create cool training programs. I'm really excited to create training. You're telling me in my first meeting, I'm not talking about training? That's what I'm telling you, Andy. So there will be opportunities to talk about doing that thing that you love. But the exciting opportunity is that we can elevate that thing that you love to do by ensuring that that thing you create has some measurable ways to show the extent to which that thing that you created actually changed behavior, actions, and performance. So training is part of the discussion. Absolutely. It's an, it's a, an unavoidable part of the discussion, but you got to have that discussion at the right time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. You're just trying to to give me some some trouble, I know. First first things first, one thing I've learned from you is that if you want to talk about measurement, it needs to start at the beginning, right? It can't come in at the end and say, oh, we ran this training program and now we want to figure out how to measure it. You've you've told me many times, that's one of the biggest challenges that comes up, right? The L&D people come to you and say, hey, ran this program. How do I go back and figure out how to measure it? Yeah, and that has been the biggest challenge for me particularly in the past few years where I've just had this epiphany and focus on measuring the impact of training and learning. And and so I'm empathetic, though, because here's the thing. I didn't always have this mindset for measurement. You weren't born with it. Yeah, yeah, I've been in L&D now again for, I think, what did I say, more than 20 years, and I'm not going to say more. Man. Hey, watch it. Watch it, Andy. I, I see that that color in your beard is not exactly silver there, so don't be giving me any grief. My point here is that I totally get it's difficult to make this shift because I was there, right? I remember a few years ago, I was thinking all I need to do is get some smiley sheets and I'm good to go, right? If people like me and they like the training, thumbs up, we're good. If people had a good time, while they were training, thumbs up. If it was, you know, one of them awesome kumbaya moments and the food was great and the facilities were just off the chain and everybody just enjoyed the dinners after the training, we did a good thing. That was me, right? But now that's not going to work. Particularly, it's not going to work because that kind of training is going away. That's right. Right? So ain't nobody coming together for nothing. You can't rely. You can't rely on good food, great snacks, and coffee to to bring people through anymore, right? Not, not unless it's at your own house, right? right? Everybody's at home. So I said all that to say. I digress. My point here is that I totally get that it's it's difficult or different or uncomfortable to make this transition, right? Because quite often I think to myself, why have we not come along in this measurement journey a lot further than we already are? And that's because we have some embedded habits and some ways of working as a profession that are just difficult to change. And I get it. And so I'm actually empathetic to that idea, um, which is why I have the L&D Detective Kit for Solving Impact Mysteries, because I believe it will help people come along in the measurement journey. And the thing that I like about the, the Detective Kit, Andy, is that it's not just me pontificating and, and spouting out these thoughts and ideas about what people should be doing and all that. Mm. I got some actionable stuff in there. I even have templates, which is actually why I had to delay the launch because it was supposed to come out earlier this month. But then thinking, I got to have some templates here so that people can actually take what's here and apply it in their their roles day to day. So I believe that 
the L&D detective kit is unique in that way because, again, it's not just me saying we need to measure. It's, it's me saying here are some thoughts and ideas about how to measure the impact of training and learning, and here are some ways in which you can make it actionable by using the templates that I provided. Yeah. Another answer to your question. Am I, am I being long-winded today? Uh, you, but you're giving such great value, Kevin. I think the people like it. We will uh, we'll check. Uh, so if you are watching live and we have several people on LinkedIn, drop any comments or questions you have into the chat and we'll get to those. I want to share a couple of those and then I want to get to your nine questions. Can we share the nine questions today? All nine? I can't, you, you put me on the spot. No, you're going to have to read the book for that. All right. We'll, we'll share a couple of the questions. Read the book. Um, I, well, I, okay. well, here's the first question, right? Yeah, because again, there are nine questions. Okay. I believe you put me on the spot like that. You're trying to test my memory, man. That's right. That's right. Hey, let's <laughs> back to your definition right here. Impact is when learning activates performance in a business goal like that. We had a comment from uh, Lawrence Henderson who's watching said, say louder for the people in the back, Kevin. That's my and, boy, Lawrence. Say Lawrence. Lawrence also admitted, uh, you know, you talked about some of the challenges. Guilty. We're all guilty of some of those. Uh, some comments from uh, Kate Nash who said, I love it. Hey, Kate. Kate said, I totally agree with it and seen this time and time again. Sure, many of us have. I got a comment from, for some reason, the software I'm using doesn't always show the names of the people that are commenting. Maybe they just don't want to be known, Andy. One of our members, though, ooh, my issue I discussed in the Talent Development Think Tank, the community that I run. You're going to be speaking in that community soon. Normally, I have my phone next to me so I can look at the LinkedIn comment feed as well, but my daughter just stole my phone, so <laughs> that's gone. And uh, Gloria asked, is the book out now? So let's let's address that one, Kevin. The book, the ebook is available now, right? Where do people go to get it? So if you go to my website, Kevin M. Yates, that's K-E-V-I-N-M-Y-A-T-E-S.com. Right there on the homepage, you can request a free copy and you'll get it personally sent to you by me. We will not go into all nine of the questions, but what are a couple of the, the big baseline questions that people need to be asking going into a learning program like this? Yeah, so I think the one that really is top of mind for me is the question about performance. And this particular question is really the foundation for measuring impact. And it's the question about performance is today versus where it needs to be in order to achieve the business goal. That is huge. Right. Because what what we need is a baseline to measure impact. And the baseline is wait, the baseline be down here, up here. Andy. So I think like down here. Here, right. OK, so <laughs> so the baseline is where people are. And that's what we're going to measure against, because we know we need them to be here. And in order to determine the extent to which we've moved them from here to here, we got to know what here is. So full transparency it's not always an easy question to answer. But one of the most critical questions of the nine is where's performance today versus where does it need to be in order to achieve the business goal? The other important question, actually, now I'm thinking about two others, so I'm going to give you three. The other important question is who is coming together to achieve this business goal? Here's why that one is important. Winning is a team sport and training and learning will never, ever activate performance or business goal by itself. So we need to have visibility into all the different cross-functional partners who are coming together to achieve that business goal so that they can leverage what we're doing and potentially we can leverage what they're doing, but also to manage everybody's expectations because training is not a silver bullet. 
And if we have clear insight into all the cross-functional partners that are coming together to achieve this business goal, we manage everybody's expectations, including ours, to say, we all got to come together to do this. Training and learning will not do it alone. So we got to be clear about that. The third question is, one of the uh, other important questions is, what are all the activators for performance? Because again, training and learning is just one. So here's some other activators for performance, Andy. How about rewards and recognition? Compensation. We all want to get paid, right? I know I do. I got a mortgage. So, you know, so there is rewards, recognition, compensation. How about tools and technology? How about manager support? How about natural ability? You know, some people are just naturally good at some stuff. So all of those things activate performance. And the other thing that activates performance may be training and learning. So when you ask the question, what are all the activators for performance? What you're getting insight into is what is going to complement what you're doing as a training learning professional? And what can you potentially support and complement in order to activate performance? So those are three that really rise to the top for me. I like it. Those are some oh, great I got Now they're all coming back to me, but they're just not coming back in order. The fourth one and the really important one is how are we going to measure a change in performance? And obviously that's critical, right? Because a rather impact happens when learning activates performance in a business goal. So we got to know what good performance looks, looks like and what the indicators are for that. So I have some examples of what performance measures are. And so I'm not going to give that away. You got to get the ebook. I got to create some type of motivation. You got to, yeah, there's got to be some, right. Some, some, uh, a carrot, a carrot in the stick. A carrot in the stick. Right? I think people are going to go get it either way. We had a question that came in again. I can't see the name on this one, but the question is what if the baseline data isn't there to measure the impact? That's an awesome question because there will be instances when there is no baseline data. So the opportunity then is to create it. And and it's no more complicated than that, because if it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. So I'm not going to give any type of hocus pocus answer or, you know, some type of amazing epiphany, right? So the simple answer is if you don't have baseline data, you have to create it. But that then means that whatever that metric is that you create, it then means that it becomes the baseline and then you're going to have to uh, monitor it over time. There it is. Okay. So yeah, sometimes you got you to figure out what that needs to be. Let's go back to creating this ebook. You and I have been talking pretty regularly all year long. Sometimes we text every morning. So I know I know sometimes what you're working on. We started talking about this back in January. How do we greet each other? How do we greet each other? In- <laughs> so t- tell our listeners how, how we greet each other in the morning. Tell people about that. Bro morning. Bro morning. Bro morning. You are my brother. All right. So I've been working on a book all year long, and you started working on this as well. Three years ago. Three years ago. All right. You didn't know that, did you? Why did it take so long? That's an interesting story. So I'm going to deviate a little bit, but maybe this will help some of our listeners. So three years ago, Andy, when I first kind of really got on the scene in measurement, data, and analytics, when people started to know who I am and what I do, everybody was saying, Kevin, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. You got to write a book. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll write a book. And so I would sit down and I would try to write a book. Now, granted, I do a lot of writing. I write articles all the time. Yeah. Writing a book was very different. So I would sit down and I would try to write something and nothing would come out. And so I would put it down for a couple of months and then I would go back to the computer and try to get some stuff out of my head and nothing would come up. 
And the reason that I was able to finish it this year, Andy, and actually, Andy, I finished this ebook within the last three months. So what was taking me three years to get done, I did in three months. And, and here's why I had an epiphany. I wasn't trying to write a book because I wanted to. I was trying to write a book because people in the industry were telling me it's something I needed to do. So there was no internal desire to write a book. And that is what made it difficult. I just, I didn't have the desire to write a book. So I couldn't. Yeah. I did have the desire to create something that would help the global learning and development community. Motivated me. I mean, that set me on fire. It really set me on fire. So don't you just love these live events? I love it. I love it. So I got I'm a right in the background, right? Here's the funny thing. So my mom is standing with me and the phone rang early and I said, Ma, cut the phone off. And so I thought she did, but apparently she did. Anyway, I digress. I'm laughing. Normally I would just ignore it, but I'm laughing because I know your mom's back there with the phone. Anyway, go on. Right. And I'm like, no, don't get on the phone. You got to be quiet. So, oh, so the book. I was able to write this ebook, Andy, in three months. And man, I was on fire. And I was on fire because my own sense of purpose versus what people were telling me I needed to do. And I really appreciate the global learning development community wanting to hear from me that way. But it needed to be something that I wanted to do. And so that's why I was able to write this ebook as quickly as I did. And the other thing, Andy, in this ebook, the LD Detective Kit for Solving Impact Mysteries, I'm not really interested in being a world renowned author. I'm not really interested in this book making money for me. I don't need that right now. I don't need that at this point in my career right now. What, what I want to do is be a servant learning and development community. And I believe that I am being of service to the community by putting my thoughts and ideas down onto digital paper and providing this ebook to the LD global community for free. This is free. All you got to do is go to my website to copy. Free means scalability and accessibility. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to helping the global learning and development community in, in the largest way possible. I didn't want a dollar sign or a euro, or any other type of monetary thing to get in the way of someone having access to this. I want everybody to have access to it. When I knew what my purpose was, when I was clear about fulfilling my own purpose, like I said, I I got on fire when it came to writing this. And my purpose and my goal is scalability, accessibility, and being of service to the community. And the best way that I believe I can do that is by making it available with no dollars attached making it readily accessible, and most important, making it actionable. So when I found out that that's what I needed to do, as opposed to writing a book, I was able to get it done quickly. But that is why it took me three years. Yeah, Over two and a half years, Andy, I was sitting down trying to do something that I wasn't driven to do. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely okay, because I'm fulfilling my purpose. So I'm good. I'm good. Well, and we know that I've learned through all the projects and things I've worked on for the last few years is that the, even though I don't like putting things off, oftentimes the longer we wait, you know, the more input, the more wisdom you have, the better they're going to be. It's probably much better today than it would have been two or three years ago. And you're doing it for the right reasons. I was going to say, you know, you're doing it because people are asking for it. You feel like you need to give it to the people. I've been working on a book this year just because I want to write one. Nobody asked me for this book. <laughs> and I'm going to sell it for $10. And you'll do well. You'll do well. And you'll probably become a millionaire from the sales of your book. And then you can. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
but uh, hopefully it'll do well. So, you know, quick plug on that. My book is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, and it will be published on November 16th. So wow. like almost one month after mine. Exactly a month after your ebook. Absolutely, man. But going back to your ebook, you got it done, you got it out. And we got a great question from Jack Sylvester. Hey, Jack. <laughs> hey, Kevin, that's great. How do you measure the impact of your book? And congratulations, by the way. <laughs> and this one is going to be kind of easy, Jack. I'm going to measure, actually, I'm going to measure results and impact from my book by the number of downloads. And then hopefully that will give me some insight into the number of people who are actually using it, right? So I think first metric, Jack, is going to be number of downloads. I think that'll be my first metric for the impact of the L&D detective kit for impact mysteries. Yeah, I would think about it, you know, similar to how I do. I look at this podcast sometimes and other things that yeah, you can look quantitatively at the number of downloads. But for me, the most more, much more fulfilling thing is when someone sends you an email or a message, say, hey, Kevin, I downloaded your kit. It was really helpful for me to think through X, Y, or Z. And you know that it's making an impact. And then the biggest win is one day you're going to hear from someone who says, hey, Kevin, I listened to this, that live interview you did with Andy. I downloaded your kit. We put it in their practice and we just measured and found that the program we ran was effective and saved our company $10 million. Thank you so much. That's you should have answered that question so much better than I did. Right, that's, <laughs> that's what you're going to know. But that's what you're going to know, right? That and some of it is qualitative and some of it is quantitative. Yeah. Uh, and you never know who's listening to this interview and what's going to come from yeah. that. So speaking of people listening to this interview, we will wrap things up pretty soon, but let's let's go back to giving a little What time is it? My <laughs> time goes by when you and I get together, man. I know, I know. Well, you're having fun. This um, is amazing. What is it is amazing. This is so amazing. We can go into so many other things. <laughs> World of we, don't, we don't want to put the audience through that. We don't want to we won't. By the way, for people that don't know us and our whole our whole thing, I will just plug for, you know, a lot of people out there say, you know, hey, COVID, this pandemic, we're remote, like it's really hard to network and connect with people. Kevin, you and I met on LinkedIn more than a year ago, started with messaging each other, and then we got on the phone, we hit it off, decided, hey, I think we're going to be friends, right? And then because back in the old days, we were able to travel, I went to Chicago to my work and we had lunch and really started to build our relationship from there. And then you spoke at my conference in January and we've become really good friends. But it all started on LinkedIn where we are all building connections and networking on a daily, regular basis. And there's just so much opportunity out there to connect with other people and find out what's going on and you know enhance your network and, and build friendships and relationships as well. I think that hopefully we aren't digressing too much, but maybe this will help someone. I think that our working relationship is a good example of all the good that comes from LinkedIn, you know, you, you can always find the bad and, you know, all the, the yeah. things you don't like about LinkedIn. But man, when I think about people like you and other amazing, talented, incredibly smart people that I've met on LinkedIn that are in the learning and development community and even outside of the learning and development community, it just makes real for me how you can harness the power of LinkedIn for good. Andy, I'm pretty amazed. I have a large number of followers on LinkedIn, and I don't want to brag, so I'm not going to put the number out there. But I think it's like at least three thousand, right? Four thousand? What do you got? Well, about? actually, it's four thousand. Thank you very much. But anyway, <laughs> no, but but all you know, all jokes aside, what I've realized though with that following is that I have to be very responsible with mm -hmm. what I share and with what I say because I think that with that kind of following, you have to be responsible because people 
are watching, people are following, and people are looking to me for advice. And so I take that very seriously. But yeah, LinkedIn is, I think it's pretty amazing because of the people I've been able to connect with literally around the world. I talk about in the book, the importance of building a network and building a brand. And if you're in the corporate space, being on LinkedIn, and how do you measure the impact of that? It's the number of connections you have. It's the quality of the connections you have. It's being able to have conversations like this to reach out to people, to learn about you know maybe that next job or career that you want to get into. So let's get back to giving a little more impact for our listeners in L&D. What's the biggest takeaway from the L&D detective kit? Great question. So I have five guiding principles in the L&D detective kit. And the third guiding principle for L&D detective work is if you don't plan for impact in the beginning, it will be difficult to measure in the end. That's another mic drop moment, right? So say that again. If you don't plan for measure, if you don't plan for impact in the beginning, it will be difficult to measure in the end. And I'm going to add a little bit to that. It'll be difficult or impossible to measure in the end. And so the biggest takeaway for me from the L&D Detective Kit for Solving Impact Mysteries is the model I created for the impact opportunity interview, because that goes back to those nine questions. Remember the first time I did that, Andy, I said those nine questions and I held up 10 fingers. Remember that? So (laughs) those nine questions, you proactively plan for impact before anything is designed, before anything is consumed or utilized. And that is the secret to my success. So for me, the biggest takeaway for the L&D Detective Kit is really using those, those nine questions to proactively plan for impact in the beginning so that it will be easier to measure in the end. I like it. So starting from the beginning, knowing what you want to measure, having those questions at hand, knowing the questions you want to ask, download that kit. Where can people get a copy of this L&D Detective Kit again? <laughs> I love the way you fed that to me. Yeah, great question, Andy. If you've... <laughs> My website, KevinMYates.com, homepage, you'll see where you can request a free copy of that. And by the way, Andy, I actually just changed the image on my uh, homepage. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Take a look when you get a chance. It's these kinetic balls that, you know, well, you know how that energy works because it's all about impact, right? So those kinetic balls there. Speaking of home pages, if you go to the website for the talent development think tank membership community I run, which is tdtt.us, you should see a picture right on the homepage of me and Kevin together at oh, really? the think tank conference in oh. January, proving that we are friends, right? So that's tdtt.us. And Kevin will be speaking soon, doing a live Q&A inside our community by popular request uh, after the virtual summits. I know we're going to get that scheduled probably in November. Uh, Kevin, any final thoughts or takeaways for people in L&D to be thinking about as they go off into their measurement journey? Yeah, it's a repetitive message, Andy. Um, All jokes aside, this is probably the third or fourth time that you've heard me say it. Saying it again, because this is where I see the L&D community struggle the most when it comes to measuring impact. If you don't think about impact in the beginning, it'll be difficult to measure in the end. So I want to encourage all of my L&D brothers and sisters out there, have a different kind of conversation. Move away from that order fulfillment relationship where someone comes to you and says, give me one e-learning and a side order of instructor-led. Instead, have a conversation that is more focused on discovery, right? Because what you want to discover is What are the business goals? What are the performance requirements to achieve those goals? What does performance look like today versus where it needs to be in order to achieve that goal? And then what are the metrics 
and what are the key performance indicators that are in place that are going to help us determine the extent to which impact actually happened for behavior and that our training and our learning solutions are measurably activating performance and business goals. So again, my, my parting thought for today, Andy, is if you plan for impact in the beginning, it will be easier to measure in the end. There it is. Uh, wise words from Kevin M. Yates. Kevin, thank you so much for being here, joining me awesome, live today on the day of the release of your new L&D Detective Kit. Really appreciate it. A lot of great insights here. For those of you listening on the podcast, that is kevinmyates.com to go get that L&D Detective Kit. We'll put a link in the show notes and tdtt.us if you want to come join us in the Talent Development Think Tank community. We'll have Kevin on to do a live Q&A again soon. So thank you again, Kevin. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll Thanks, man. Time. Bye, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again, and take care.